0: In the spirit, I feel such revelation and such understanding. And God's wanting to roll back the layers of our life and begin to help us to understand and see His plan and His purpose and His principles and how we're a vital part of that church. And God's getting ready to march this church forward in demonstration, He's getting ready to march this church forward in power. I'm just glad to be in the church of the living God. If you feel that way, why don't you put your hands together and praise the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Directing your attention this morning to Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. And we'll also look in the book of Ephesians chapter 2. so good to be with my great friend this morning, your pastor. Amen. Someone said that the very best thing is to have God in us. I believe that. Amen. But the next best thing is to have men of God among us. Amen. And I'm so thankful. And one thing I appreciate so much about this great leadership is their king, his kingdom mindedness. Him and his wife and their family, this great Uh, Church leadership, so kingdom-minded, always focused on looking even outside of here, but being a blessing to the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse number 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. One translation says, For I know the plans, or I know the purpose, that I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Amen. And then Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath ordained that we should walk in them. One translation of this says that we're his masterpiece. Turn around to your neighbor this morning and say, you're a masterpiece to God. By the help of the Holy Ghost today, I want to draw from these passages of Scripture and preach to you from this subject, passion for purpose. Passion for purpose. Would you pray with me right now? Lord Jesus, Lord, you have ordained this time together. God, I ask you, Lord, for your anointing. And we thank you, Lord, for the anointing of your word that's alive and that's real and it's tangible. God, I ask God that you anoint me as your messenger of clay this morning. And Lord, allow there to be a spirit that flows between this pulpit and this congregation. I pray against every barrier. I pray against every bit of uncertainty. Anything that would stand between us and a complete yielding and a surrendering of our lives to you and your purpose. Capture our attention today in the Holy Ghost. I pray in Jesus' name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Put your hands together and praise the Lord. Amen, and you may be seated. Passion for purpose. Long before conception took place, in the infinite wisdom of the master architect's mind, was framed in the blueprints of what would come. A masterpiece, you this morning, made with a distinct purpose and made with a deep, distinct plan by the almighty God himself. Can I tell you this morning that every fiber of your very being, every characteristic that makes up who you are, every trait that represents you this morning, Everything that makes up your DNA, your personality, you are tailor-made and designed and fit for this specific purpose. Now you may ask yourself this morning, what is it that I am here for? What on earth am I here for? What was I made for and what was I made to do? The book of Ephesians chapter 1 in verse number 9 says it this way having made known unto us the mysteries of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. Now, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues... And let me just tell you this morning, if you're here today and you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, uh, amen, today's your day. Amen, today can be your date with destiny because God is pouring out his spirit in this end time hour like never before. Amen. But when God put his spirit inside of you, he put his will and his plan inside of you at the same time. And immediately after his spirit comes inside of you, God begins to go to work. Amen, he goes to work revealing his purpose inside of you. Amen, he begins to work it into your mind. He begins to work it into your soul. He begins to work it into your heart. He begins to work it into your emotions. And so today I challenge you, amen, to think back to the days, amen, when you received the Holy Ghost, I mean, perhaps it was in a dream in the middle of a night. I mean, perhaps it was an overwhelming desire that just come upon you maybe while you was working. I mean, but you began to see yourself in a different way. You began to see yourself doing things that you had never thought that you could do before. And you began to see people being affected, I mean, by the power of the Holy Ghost. You began to see the purpose of God and the plan of God operating in your life like never before. But more times than not, we dismiss it. And we dismiss it because we're overcome with fear. We pass it off somehow as a, a little bit of a fluke or a, or a story tale, and, and we have a hard time receiving it. And the reason why we have a hard time receiving it is because we try to claim ownership of it ourselves. Amen. And the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 13, the Bible says, For it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Can I tell you that the will that you have is not yours? It's his. Amen, so the will, the purpose, and the plan, it's not ours today, it's his. So it don't matter how you feel about yourself. It don't matter how you see yourself fitting in and and being used of God. It doesn't change his plan. It doesn't change his purpose. Amen, it doesn't change Amen. how he feels about you and what he wants to do through you. And the Bible says, amen, that, that God's will, his desire that he puts inside of us, Amen. Begins to work into our hearts and our spirit and our emotions and at the same time Amen. The same God that willed it Amen. Is also the same God to do it. Amen. I want somebody to take the pressure off today and say these hands are your hands these feet are your feet. This voice is your voice. I'm your masterpiece in this end time hour I'm here God at your disposal Amen. You can speak through me Amen. It might be in food line on aisle number three. Amen. The the prophetical voice of God comes upon you and you begin to talk to somebody that's in need amen that's on the verge of possibly making a decision that's going to take them down a road of ill rebuke but somehow some way the plan of God and the purpose of God in your life begins to coincide in the same God that willed it is going to be the same God to do it I feel faith building in this house I feel somebody amen getting revelation somebody he's getting understanding because God is preparing your life for great harvest put your hands together and praise the lord I've come to remind somebody here today, amen, that you're wonderfully and you're fearfully made. I've come to remind somebody here today that you're made in his likeness, that you're made in his image, that you're a royal priesthood, that you're a peculiar people, amen, that's been called out of this world to walk into his marvelous light. You was made for more, and you was made for a purpose. We need to go back to that place in time When God first visited us and began to realize that more than just a fairy tale, God gave me a dream. God gave me a purpose. I do have a date with destiny. And I feel such revelation coming on us today. I feel like God is doing something here. I believe that God is visiting us. He's wanting to take us back to that place. Amen. Where he visited us before. Amen. Somehow, some way before we leave here today. Amen. We're gonna go back in time. Amen. That says that was the dream that I had. Maybe it was three years or five years or ten years ago. But the Spirit of God visited me, and I'm beginning to feel it in this service today. It's coming all over me again. Amen. There's some desire and some breaking that's taking place inside of me and God is beginning to, to allow me to see my purpose today amen I would pray today amen that before the end of this service is over amen that uh, the schedule amen the pastor's schedule is full of appointments it's not full of appointments uh, of problems and situations but it's full of people that's coming saying pastor guess what in the middle of the night God began to show me some things that that I hadn't seen in a while. Maybe it was three or four years ago. But there's something taking place in me. There's a breaking taking place in me. Somehow, some way, can you pray with me? Amen. Can you help me get some direction? Amen. Can you help me walk in purpose? Walk in passion. Put your hands together and praise the Lord. <laughs> hallelujah! 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 I'm not going to let him down, but I'm going to walk in purpose. And I'm going to be passionate for purpose. Jesus' purpose was and is. He said, I come to seek and to save the lost. Amen. An apple doesn't fall far from an apple tree. And because of that, and because of that being his purpose, I can tell you today that your purpose is going to be synergied around the same. It's going to be synergied around the same. I had the privilege and the opportunity of traveling to Argentina to do a, a crusade prior to COVID days. And this first picture that I'm going to show you is a, a young girl, 17 years of age. Her name was uh, Naria. And she was from Lugana, uh, a crime-ridden city right outside of the capital a born of Cyrus. And Naria come from a, a broken home and lived in a house that by all rights should have been condemned. But her aunt got a hold of her and started taking her to church. And Naria received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And she become literally an addict for the things of God. And in this second picture... She got a group of her friends together at the start of a a small group. And the pastor told me that nine months out in building toward the crusade, that she multiplied her small group three times. And in this fourth picture, you can find Naria, many... Hours after church praying for her friends. Getting all of her converts together. And in this fifth, chapter, uh, fifth picture you can see where she's, she's even not only praying for her friends but she's praying for uh, her, her friends, his family and, and she's reaching for people. Reaching for people. And to think that after the services was all over. That little Nari and some of these youth would have to go back to the place where I had to drive through for them to have to later sleep at night, would literally rip your heart out. Yet her and her friends was back at it the next day. You talk about passion, you talk about purpose there was a, a, a young boy that was, that was in a wheelchair and, and I began to take notice that, that they were always gathered around this young boy and, and, and everywhere he was, they was like parents to him. They were uh, serving him and they were doing all types of things and, and they would gather together and, and they would just weep and they would begin to cry and, and they would just pray over him and beg God to heal him, beg God to touch him. It was on a, a Saturday night, uh, the second night of that crusade. Uh, they began to to roll him in, amen, uh, to the front row, and and they were all taking care of him and, and making sure he had his place, and and the spirit of the Lord began to move like it was moving here uh, in the beginning of this service, and and when they began to uh, reach out to him, they began to they began to try to move him out of that wheelchair. And there was, you could feel the passion that they had for him. And it reminded me the place in the scripture, amen, where the lady that had the issue of blood, amen, that was willing to push through everything in order to get to him, in order to touch him. When she touched him, the Bible says that virtue and passion come out of him. And they were desperate, amen, to see God move in this young boy's life. And and just a little while, Amen, you begin to see his legs begin to gain some strength. You begin to see some some momentum come and they begin to help him get up. And he began, amen, to take off running. And he began to take off walking, healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen, I'm here to tell you today, amen, that God is getting ready to move in this church in the realm of the supernatural. Get ready, heaven you, amen, for signs and miracles and wonders. Amen, God is getting ready to do it. Amen. God is getting ready to trouble the waters of baptism. God is getting ready to send an unprecedented revival. Amen. Like you've never seen before. And it's going to come through the avenue of passion and through the avenue of purpose. Put your hands together and praise the Lord. hallelujah 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 is anybody hungry for a move of god is anybody hungry to see the supernatural God is pulling us out of a place of comfort. He's pulling us out of a place of contentment. Amen. Until we get down on our hands and our knees and we begin to beg Him. We begin to petition Him. God, I'm not going to stop until I see a supernatural sovereign move of Your Spirit. I'm not going to stop until I see every family member in my family. Amen. Baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Every soul that we come in contact with. Amen. is a leaving brethren soul that god is concerned about praise god put your hands together and praise the lord hallelujah 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 i told one of the pastors that was with us i said let's uh let's go out and get some some gifts, and let's, let's recognize the youth that's been so influential. And the last picture, one of the last nights we named Naria, MVP, soul winner of the crusade. Little Naria, everyone that should have loved her, but didn't. But Jesus loved her. And you're talking about a masterpiece for Jesus Christ. You talk about purpose. You talk about passion for purpose. Pastor, I flew 12 hours as an international evangelist only to take, be taken to school by a 17-year-old girl that helped me to understand and know what passion really looks like. They would come up after service and, and, and they would say, is it, is it possible, would you consider just maybe writing a little something down in our Bibles? And, and I thought to myself, we don't need to be writing in your Bibles, but you need to be writing in our Bibles. Because whenever I get back, I mean, I don't want to forget, I, mean, I don't want to dismiss what I've experienced, I, mean, I don't want, never want to forget what real passion looks like, I mean, what real purpose looks like. Praise God. I need something to remind thee daily of what passion looks like. Ephesians says that we are his masterpiece. Created in Jesus Christ unto good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. I'm preaching to some people here today. That have grown so distant from your dream. So distance from your purpose. But faith is building your heart today. And God is revisiting and reminding us that this is what I was made for. That this is what I was made to do. I propose to you today the question, what is it that keeps us from our purpose? What is it that stands between us and purpose? It's the things that take place in the process between the will and the to-do that the enemy tries to tie our emotions to and begins to try our, t- tie our spirit to to separate us from the purpose and the will of God. I named some of them for you today hurts, failures, rejections, fears, bitterness, malice, and even sometimes hatred. Someone that, that should have been there but wasn't. And things begin to associate to our spirit. And the enemy tries to use it to separate us from God's purpose. The Bible said that that Joseph was hated for his dream. And he was hated by those that was the closest to him. Sometimes things that tries to separate us from our purpose and the plan that God has for us can be things that's the closest to us. And the Bible says today that that we're the temple of God, that we're the house of God. And you know, a temple or a house has got many different rooms in it. And so today, after service, if if by way of invitation I come to visit your house, there would be certain places that I would feel comfortable to go in. And then there would be some other places that would be considered private. Be a little off limit. And sometimes we come to the house of God. And instead of allowing God to expose the whole house we treat him a little bit more like he's a guest. We'll come, we'll put our hands together. We'll shout, we'll worship, but we'll get but so close. And then we'll say, no, Father, Lord. These these back rooms back here, it's got bitterness written on it. It's got hurt written on it. Something that took place five years ago or ten years ago. I don't want to go there. I don't want to open those doors. I don't want those doors to be exposed because they hurt too bad. I felt today in prayer that the Holy Ghost told me. He's here to expose the whole house. You see, in order for his purpose to come to fruition, in order for his plans to come to pass in your life, amen, you've got to let the guard down and you've got to allow him to move in, amen, and fill the whole house, the whole house. Jesus walked in power and Jesus walked in purpose because he was able To utter these words, God forgive them, for they know not what they do. And God is calling us to cross the lines. In our emotions and in our spirit and all the different things that are strongholds. It tries to hold on to, to, to keeping us from walking forward in power and demonstration. Amen. God is wanting to sever it today. I, I believe in the Holy Ghost. Amen. The angel of the Lord. Amen. Is in this place today. Amen. Ready to cut ties. Amen. With everything and anything. Amen. That stands between us and stands between purpose. Joseph had a great reason for some things to stand between him and his purpose. And even when the dream and the purpose began to take place and began to come to fruition, he was forgotten about, only to spend two more years in prison. But listen to what he says in Genesis 45 and 5 when he reveals himself and he speaks to his brothers for the first time, he says, and now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to the saving of lives that God sent me ahead of you. There's been an all-out attack individually against your passion And against your purpose. And it's because the enemy knows if he can stop you as individuals. Then he can stop conglomerately what God is doing and moving in the church. But I've come to preach to somebody here today that the dreams and the passion and the vision that you have. They're not yours but they're God's. And so the enemy can't have your dream but somehow consequently if he can get the dreamer, amen, then he gets the dream too. And God is here today, amen, to a realign our thinking and help us to understand amen, that God is wanting to usher us past and God is wanting to usher us to a place amen, where he can begin to move in our life in a supernatural way. At The beginning of the year, the Lord began to to talk to me about 2023 and the church. And the Lord said, you know, my my church is like a, a great ship, a ship of Zion. But a ship is not necessarily capable of doing very much without water, without a storm. And God has set this thing up in such a way that his church be in the church and the waters in the storm be in the world. And just as a ship is subject to water, God has set this thing up in such a way to, to where the, the church is a little bit subject, amen, to the, to the world. Because as the world gets darker, amen, the church, the church grows brighter. And as the church uh, and as the world uh, and the water begins to move, it moves the church forward and it moves the church upward. But in 2023, there's something that's taking place in the spirit. We've we've been on outreach before, we've we've done all kinds of things to, to to teach Bible studies and to our to our credit, we do all of this stuff, spend all of this time and energy for the saving of some. But there is coming a revival in 2023 that's coming to the doors of the church. Amen, we're God. Amen, in the moving of this water. Amen, in the troubling of this world. Amen, there's a current. Amen, that's gonna be moving with souls that's hungry, souls that's thirsty. And God is gonna move them right up to the doors of the church. Amen, that's you this morning. Amen, and if God, amen, moves them to our doors, amen, it's gonna be all for the asking. It's gonna be like a buffet. Amen, it's gonna be somewhat seamless. So, hey amen it's going to be easier to reach harvest than any time before that's why there's been such an attack against your purpose hey amen that's why there's been such an attack against god trying to against the enemy trying to separate you from who you are because god is wanting to align the church and our purpose individually to receive this great harvest that God's getting ready to bring to the church. The Bible says in Revelations, the eighth chapter, talking about the the seals or the different church ages. The Bible says that the seventh seal in the eighth chapter is gonna be open. And the Bible says that the angel of the Lord with a brazen censer and with incense is gonna take the prayers of all ages, the prayers of the people of all ages, and pour it out upon the church of the Most High. We're getting ready to experience a sovereign, unprecedented move of God in a way that you've never felt, never seen before. Because the prayers of all ages is getting ready to be dumped on this earth. And the enemy is trying to attack the purpose of the church. The enemy's trying to attack the passion of the church. Because if he can get us to a place to where we're not ready, to a place to where we're not sensitive, Amen. I when those prayers are dumped, when those prayers begin to come to pass, when those prayers begin to come to fruition, we're not going to be strategically positioned, amen, to receive it. But I'm telling you, Heaven View Tabernacle, get ready. Amen. Because God is setting you up for the hungry. He's setting you up for the thirsty. You know what he's getting ready to do? He's positioning you. Amen. To delegate the grain. Amen. He's put the goods in your hands. Amen. Something's getting ready to take place. Amen. Far beyond the expectations of our flesh. I feel faith here today. Somebody's tapping into what I'm saying. Amen. Somebody's getting a revelation. I know. Now I know why I've been feeling the way I've been feeling. Now I know why there's been so much opposition because the enemy's been trying to sidetrack me amen the enemy's been trying to take my blessings away amen the enemy's been trying to get me to look away because god's getting ready to move something forward in my life let me tell you exactly what that means when this angel pours the prayers of all ages upon the saints of the most high you're gonna begin to experience the prayers of peter You're going to begin to experience the prayers of James. You're going to begin to experience the prayers of John and all of the apostles of old. Hey, you know in Winston-Salem, North Carolina in years past, amen in dispensations past, in church ages past, there's been a lot of prayers that's been prayed. Amen. There's some aunts. There's some uncles. There's some family members. Amen. The people that prayed for them is long gone. This went on before the Lord. Amen. Perhaps they might be living in another part of the world right now. Amen. But when that angel of the lord begins to pour out the prayers of all ages it's going to create an automatic influx into the church of the living god like never before are you ready for it stand to your feet and put your hands together i feel something getting ready to break here today in the holy ghost there's a shell, there's a shell of our lives that's getting ready to break. Hey Amen. There's been a cocoon type situation, but today God is breaking that shell and he's ushering us into walking toward power, purpose and walking toward passion. Let's put our hands together and praise the Lord. I feel his power right here today. Begin to lift your voice and begin to let your voice out. Haka talo mahokoshanda lalalalama hasata mama mahaya. Holo lolo riri amanda lalalalama hokoshata mama mahaya. God is setting you up to delegate the green. He's put the goods in your hands. And there is an anointing in this house that's very specific. And it's an anointing for the battlefield. For warriors of faith, it says, I forgive. I've been done wrong, but I forgive. God cleans my heart, God cleans my emotions. Don't let anything become the fiber of my flesh that blinds me from this end time hour, from this end time opportunity. Because God, you've set me up as a conduit. You've set me up as a vessel for your spirit, for your anointing to flow through and stand in between my life And the trumpet blowing is a harvest. And God, you're doing it because you're bringing them to the doors of the church. We are the church. He's bringing them to the doors of your life. I taught a Bible study last Tuesday on Wednesday morning. I had a call. A lady said, my son's already decided to get baptized. And she said, you know, it's been a long time and I don't even remember how I was baptized. But I guess I might as well go ahead and get baptized. Fast forward to Sunday, they come up out of the water. It, was, it wasn't a travail, it wasn't all kinds of, of having to, to intercede, but they, walk up, they come up out of the water speaking in heavenly language, speaking in tongues. Amen. Your hands are his hands, your feet is his feet. God is wont to exceed your limitations. The Holy Ghost spoke to me sitting right here and said, I'm not a limited God, but my people limit me. They put me in a box. I say we need to take the lid off today. We need to say the sky's the limit. There's an anointing in this house for those that says, I wanna be a harvester. I wanna be a part of this end time revival as these altars are open. I'm gonna pray the prayer of faith and the spirit of God's gonna move. There's gonna be some walls, it's gonna come down. God, you can count on me. If King God can use a little Naria with all kinds of opposition to be accountable for over 67 to receive the Holy Ghost in three nights, then what can I do in the best of conditions? Let's all come, let's pack in here. There's harvest all around us. There's harvest all around us. God, give me the spirit of a good Samaritan. God, don't let me walk past the need. There was a Levite and a, a priest that walked past the knee, but the good Samaritan found him right where he was and said, let me stop right here and deposit whatever I have to do in order to see them. Amen. God is setting the stage for revival. God is wanting the church to carry the cripple to the gate. And God is going to perform the miracle. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but we're all here. We're all up here. We're going to keep a mind of prayer. But if you're here today, you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. It's going to take a matter of just seconds. I want you just to come and form a little area right here to my left. We have ministry that's here that's prepared, that love you, that want to pray for you. As our hands are raised and our eyes are closed, Just move into this area right here. You've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You're here today, you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. It's essential. We have water, we have clothes that you can change into and wear your same garments back home. Why not be baptized today? I make an appeal for you today to be baptized in the name that's above every name. The name that can remit sin. You need the Holy Ghost one more time. I'm just asking you just to just to move to the little left. Little left here. There's an anointing that's getting ready to fall right now. With everybody's hands raised and your... Your head postured toward heaven. There's an anointing for the battlefield. I feel today in the Holy Ghost that that God is getting ready to use lives in this church like never before. He's getting ready to use your back like a bridge to bridge people in. He's gonna use your, your life like a magnet and supernaturally draw people to you. He's gonna put words, prophetical words into your mouth to speak to people, people's circumstances and situations. I'm gonna pray the prayer of faith and the Holy Ghost is gonna fall in this place. There's gonna be a renewing and a fresh anointing of his spirit that's gonna fall. And God's gonna baptize us with purpose. He's gonna baptize us with a fresh renewing of passion. With our hands raised toward heaven. Lord Jesus, right now, by the authority of your word, by the power that's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every soul that's represented here today in this house, God, I ask for a special anointing to fall upon them an anointing for the battlefield i'm asking you lord to go before us uh, create a divine intervention